First and foremost, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land upon which we are gathered. We extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present and emerging of the Awabakal and Waramai peoples. We honour the neighbouring nations. And we extend our utmost respect and gratitude to all First Nations listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Alive, Not Dead Yet. Lockdown edition. Because we can't leave our homes. And neither can you. So let's get straight into this. Or should I say gay into this? Whatever. Let's get into it. What's up, bro? Hey, bro, sis. <laughs> Correct response. Um, off air. <laughs> just before. I don't even know what we're talking about, how we got onto that. Obviously, we talked for like a good hour before we record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were actually, we spoke for 30 minutes. Um, and then for some reason, I was like, oh, thanks, bro. And I was like, do you like bro or sis? And then Pasha said back, bro, sis. <laughs> So that is how now we respond to Pasha. Brosis. 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 Um, I do sound like a sickness, don't I? Yeah, it oh, sounds a bit weird. I've got brosis. It's going to be the next COVID-19. I caught brosis off Pasha. <laughs> that is going to be one of the shirts. That's that- it. I won it. Game, set, match. I won the comedy for the day. That is literally, we are going to officially, I haven't even talked to Basher about this. We are definitely going to start a Patreon and that's going to be one of our first merch shirts. I caught oh, Brosis off Basher. <laughs> the amount of stuff the last week, in particular, no, in general, but especially the last week where you've just been like, I've not even told Pasha this, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I vividly remember, was it a week and a half ago? I own 51% of this company. (laughs) I vividly remember, no, it wasn't last Saturday. It was Saturday before when we were on Zoom for four fucking hours. That's when I fell asleep. Pardon? That's when I fell asleep. Yeah. Was that three bottles, I think? Yeah, that was three bottles. Yeah. I wasn't drinking. I'd just been diagnosed with brosis. And I couldn't drink. But this one's like, hey, Borg, don't tell Pasha, but I've organised shows for her. I have. Didn't tell Brosis. <laughs> no. There will be, well, did I say yesterday that I, during the planning stuff, I've booked cabaret shows. One of those cabaret shows will be at one of our shows. <laughs> Please tell me it's a Saturday one at least. Sure. Fuck. That's code for no. <laughs> yeah, you say sure all the time. I'm just like, oh. I love that you're just like, sure. And I was like, oh, my God, do they hate me? <laughs> I say sure when I'm just like, okay, Tim. Sure. <laughs> Is that you on there? <laughs> so, am I on the bottom of your screen as well? You're always on the bottom. 
I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually surprised I'd not put a pillow over the monitor because that's how you're used to it. Wow. So Pasha got into drag today, so I guess she's, like, really fucking come to life. Oh, yeah. I've got a rebound. I've got to get some confidence back after that. (laughs) (laughs) You saw me and you're like, oh, it's very futuristic. (laughs) It was a compliment. Oh, I knew it was bad. (laughs) No, it was good. I've never seen your eyebrows that flat before. No, that bit was decent. I'll give you that. And there were some things that I practiced today where I was like, hey, I'm not, I'm like a three out of 10 for it now. Like a few months ago, I couldn't fucking put my eyebrows down to save my fucking life. Now I've had to spend 40 minutes getting them back up. I mean, there's a lot of people that can't get their eyebrows down, but. No, that's true. It's That's it's true. a hard part about drag is like locking your brows. Locking your brows is so hard. And for me, like I <clears throat> I go in between of this is what I usually do and hey, no plan. So I get halfway through doing, yep, this is my plan, then go way off course and I'm like, I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I don't know how to course correct. I don't know how to get back on the main road. Mm. I don't know what bus to catch. I mean, it's taken me four fucking years to work out how to do something. So you've oh, you got two more years. <laughs> That's one thing that pisses me off. This, the fact of when I first started doing drag, I knew my makeup was bad, mm. but I was like, hey, I'm happy with this. Now, from a proficient and technical standpoint, I'm better but I look at it and I'm like, nah, it's shit. We had this conversation offline. It's like we both overjudge our work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I filmed something the other day, which I was All like. All do is judge your work. <laughs> I felt and I am over it. <laughs> Fuck off. I filmed some content the other day. And I was like, that is not good. It's not good. And then I watched it today. And I was like, that seems funny. We're using that as content. Yeah. And- <laughs> So it's just like, you overthink, I think, I think, I think, I think, fuck. Yeah. You overthink the more you get into it, I guess. I'd love to know, like, drag performers that have been in this for, like, 20 years, if they do the exact same thing, or an artist that's been in it for so long, do they overthink every time they go to, like, paint something on a canvas? I can see a lot of drag queens who, because once you get to a certain point, I feel like some of them say, look, I know my brand. I'm going to stick with it. And that's great. That's fantastic. Because if you've got a brand and it's successful, Mm. I completely understand not breaking the mold. However, I feel if you get to that point, you're like, I've done this one thing slightly different. They're going to fucking tear me to shreds. No one else notice, but you'll notice. That makes sense. Yeah. I think we're all... I think it's, is it healthy to be our own biggest critic? Some would say it's unhealthy, but I think it's healthy because I feel like there's some performers out there that don't, that aren't like that, you know, they. Yeah. 
there's like a barrier, right? There's some performers that are like, oh, I'm amazing and I know I'm amazing, blah, blah, blah. And the other half are like, oh, let's overthink this for the next 45 hours and then get on stage. And I'm very, I'm very happy with the point in between the two I am, where I am. Cause, and I've said this multiple times, I know I'd be great on the mic, except if it's after like, oh, I got to go to the toilet. Pasha, you're looking after the Zoom for about 20 minutes. Then I'm shit because I'm probably drunk. But in terms of makeup minutes. and stuff, yeah. In terms of makeup and stuff, I'm shit. When it comes to looks, awful, personality, great. And I'm very much, depending on what I'm doing, I'm biggest critic or not nah, biggest supporter. Okay. But tell me this. When you go to a show, are people looking at the way you look or are they going to remember you from how entertaining you were? Okay, the last time I was in Dragon Public, well, second last time I was in Dragon Public, I looked like a burn victim at the Beaumont. So I think people remember how I looked rather than how entertaining I was because I was sitting there being awake for 36 hours, looking at Nell going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if... for Remember ex- when my eyebrows melted off? Yeah. It was really hot that day when we filmed. It was like January. Um <laughs> Not like it was, <laughs> but like for me, I know that people remember me from what I did on stage. They might not remember what I wore, what my makeup looked like, because they don't care about that at the end of the day. They just want to know and be there to be entertained. Like they're literally paying yeah. for a ticket to be entertained for my shows. So that's what I'm going to do. And some days it's just like, oh, my eyebrows are definitely not related at all. Um, They're actually neighbours and one's that, moved that out. That's the entertainment. Yeah. And then like use it as comedy, I guess. You should have seen how I did my eyebrows because I've got the stencil. Oh, yeah. And I really like this... Um this stencil and stuff because it looks like an anime eyebrow mm. and then I just finish it off. I had one going perfectly because <laughs> I wanted it to look a bit dramatic like I've raised an eyebrow and then I had one just sort of flat. Mm. I removed the stencil and I'm like, oh, God. It looks like that episode of Will and Grace where Jack's drawn an eyebrow on. You can fix that, though. I could have gone over it, but I looked at it and was like, no, makeup's coming off. Yeah. Before I move my lounges. Oh, could you I don't want to be seen as that weird, ugly drag queen who moves who's moves lounges. Um, Pasha's got new lounges coming tomorrow. Yeah, I do. I've got two new armchairs coming. I'm very excited. This is the second thing I've bought that makes me feel like an adult. That's so good. See? The first was a washing machine. Yeah, I don't own a washing machine. I used to. Don't anymore. Do you, do you just lick your clothes clean? <coughs> no. When you get to my my status in the community, um, <laughs> you know, when you get interviewed um, for Breakfast Radio on the ABC this Friday, that's right. I'm tuning in at 8.45 on ABC Newcastle. I probably won't be eating a fucking crisp, um, but I'm on a panel. Probably. <laughs> Timberlina, can you please not get your crumbs on the microphone? I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't be in the studio. I'll be tuning in from home, but I'm on a panel this Friday. Anyway, when you get to that stage in your life, you actually get a washer, like somebody that washes the clothes for you and then you pick them up. Yeah, but... It's more financially beneficial to me. Thank you. 
I don't want to go pick stuff up. They can always yeah. drop them off. Look, I'll give you this. Hearing you eat that is much less awful than what you look at fucking the Skittles you were eating. That sounded disgusting. Do you want me to get some Skittles? Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I don't have any, but that'd be really funny if I did. <laughs> That's why you're the bottom. I'm not the bottom. Yeah, had to stop and think about that. I didn't. I was drinking red wine. Yeah, drinking to convince yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I've just like pressed every fucking button to shut Pasha up. For for a moment, I thought that was the music of the coriander chat. And I was like, why do you want to talk about coriander now? There's probably coriander in these in a biscuit. Well, the chicken one, surely there would be. Does Hang on, we're just doing an in-depth research here. They have ice and sugar. This is amazing. No wonder I like them so much. No wonder I like them so much. Anti-caking agent. They do not they don't have coriander. Herbs garlic. Are we done now? Are we done? We're fucking, <laughs> we're definitely fucking done. You have been listening to another Timber Productions podcast. Thank you for listening to Alive. Not dead. Yet. Make sure you subscribe for weekly episodes and give us a follow. I'm at the Timberlina. And Beached Queen. 